0: What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Press. we give giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the hypocrisy of the world today and much, much more. Press, what's popping, baby? Jules, I think we
1: uh been some hypocrites over here too because uh we've been MIA out here in these streets, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, but but you know what? We haven't forgot about our listeners. You know, we've been thinking about you ever since we've been away. We've been thinking we couldn't wait to get back and press to get back with you and rap and chop it up with you. And I know you got plenty, plenty of things to talk about and say, and so do oh, I. Yes, sir. Man, I'm yes, just sir. glad to be back, man.
1: I am too, man. Audience, when I got to chopping it up with Jules a little bit earlier, man, I was like, man, it's just like I talked to him yesterday because you guys already know how it gets, man. Family, responsibilities, mm-hmm. work. No excuse to y'all because I know you guys tune in and you be waiting for us. We apologize, but life got a little crazy for us, you know. And I'll tell you one thing, Jules. Because we took a little bit of a break <laughs> in the winter, we just going to go
0: straight through for the rest of the year. We can do that a little bit for the audience, I think. But speaking of winter... I'm Glad it's the spring, but you know what? We actually we had a pretty good good winter, didn't we? Brother, I didn't want to jinx it man, because you know <laughs> when when
1: when it was going on, and, and you know the snow stayed away. I was like, ooh, this has been a nice little winter, right? I ain't want to say it out too too much too loud, but Jules, uh-huh. I was very thankful for that, man. Cause all the road trips and stuff I had, man. I I avoided all that snow. Yes. Bro, I was happy. Yes, I was
0: happy as could be. Yes, man, thank God. I actually will have to go out there and let the snowblower run just to burn that gas out, man. See? See?
1: Because
0: you man, was ready for it. didn't he have to bring it out. <laughs> I was ready. Didn't have to bring it out. I can, one time I took that shovel out. Once. Damn. And that's not, a, that's not a bad winter, man. No, that ain't a bad winter at all.
1: Now, I will tell you, you know, people, they were like, oh, man, it's so cold. Right, listen, I'll take that cold over snow. Fuck that. Get that snow away oh, yeah. from me. Listen, oh, yeah. you live in the Midwest. It's go. It's gonna be cold. See, you know what you signed up for.
0: You know what I. I think. I think we have it. We have a good press. We don't have to worry about tsunamis and typhoons and earthquakes oh God, and and mudslides. You know, I. I think. It, you know, if we take a little snow, a little slush, or cold, I. We're we're pretty. We're sitting pretty good.
1: I think so too my heart goes out to man people that you know are a victim of, of these you know these natural disasters and these mm-hmm. events man because they just they just rip through these small towns and i'm like it's always these towns that don't have the infrastructure jewels to handle that shit and it just wipes them out which is also another reason why i try to complain too much about the weather because i'm
0: like man it's a lot of people that gotta work i think that's the saying right there it can it can always be worse right <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> man. But you know, a lot of people forget that shit, right? And it's like, we get in the midst of all our problems, right? Like, Jules, sometimes I'll be sitting over here like, man, you know, some things happen and you'll be kind of getting down about it for a second or two. But then you have to, like, remember, like, man, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm me. Like, I'll figure this out. And I think that a lot of us got to remember that, you know, at the core of know mm-hmm. who you are. You know what I'm saying? Remember who you are. My grandmother used to always say this to me, Jules, like, troubles don't last always. And that is so true. Trouble it's all, it's all in your mindset. It's all in your mindset, bro.
0: Man, boy, that wisdom right there, man.
1: I'm telling you, I miss it, man. I was uh, just hanging out with my cousin last week. It was the anniversary of her passing. And, you know, I Mm, sat there and I looked at him and I just said, bro, there's something that happens pretty much, I would say almost daily, that makes me think of her, man. Whether it's like, you know, something she said to me or, you know, just something I see myself doing. I'm like, man, we don't think about like how the people that, were around us and influenced us and helped molded us how they're still with us and Mm -hmm. i've been able to work through all the different stages of being sad and now it's like man i look back on it i'm like i'm she's still here because she's working through me now
0: right yes sir Ooh, man that's that's deep there Mm -hmm. all 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 her sayings and her what she brought to what she taught and and and, in the words and her 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 blessings and love and stuff all that is in you and stuff and you like you're saying you what you portrays is, is what you what she had taught you and showed you and stuff and so she's always here and in, in spirit and you know in your memories and your mind and stuff man that's wow wow yes sir now you'll be able to project that you know with your cousins and other family members and friends so
1: man i hope so mm-hmm. i hope so man because and then and the same thing with you right i mean you talk about Man, you talk about your grandparents lovingly as well. And and I know that there's some things that, you know, they imparted upon you. And that's oh. why you are the way you are with your family, when it comes to your faith. Th- those are the things that are important. And Jules, I'm going to sidetrack for a second here. It, it makes my heart heavy, man, when I hear people saying the things they say about our communities. When they sit here and they talk about Chicago, like we're the worst fucking city in the fucking world. And that crime doesn't happen to other places. And I, I look and I say, Jules, mm-hmm. I know you out here patrolling the streets. And I know that the streets are bad. But I feel like if you're in law enforcement in other major cities, it's probably bad for you too. And so I I wish that people would, would stop picking on our city, man, because, dude, I'm so proud of our city, man. I came from these areas, man. You came from these areas. It's like I'm so sick and tired of people picking and choosing about Chicago. That shit got politicized, and I'm sick and tired of it, people talking about my city that way. Because there's things that happen in this city, Jules, and the areas where you and I grew up that make me proud. There's kids out here that are getting scholarships to go to college. There's kids out here that are changing the world. But we don't talk about that kind of stuff. And that's why doing this episode here today, Jules, is is, is very meaningful to me because there's so much hypocrisy going on right now where people pick and choose their outrage. It's almost like it's right. like that selective mm-hmm. outrage.
0: It's like that negativity sells, man. And it's like people want to focus always on the negative part. There are, is it is is there bad things that's happening? Yes, but that's not the majority. I mean, just in just in civilization, there's bad, just there's bad everywhere. But we can't always harp on and talk about it and say that's the that's what's going on, and that's that's the majority. And not talk about the good, you know what I'm saying? Like you just said, Prince, there's a lot of good things that's happening, good people doing good things. And, Instead of highlighting that, you know, people always want to focus on the negative part. I mean, and you get tired of it. it's like, you know, when somebody from not out of town, when you talk about Chicago, they give you this look like, "Oh my God, how do you how do you live there?" You know what I'm saying? When I go out to the when I go out to the lake house and people, you know, the cats out there was like, "Man, I don't know how you do it up there." I'm like, I mean, I stay. like, <laughs> and, You're like, you know you i'm like I, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 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 I don't have to worry about like bombs like being blasted over me right like that right or, like, or if i go out i have to worry about like a, a militia group try to jack me for my coat or something i mean i mean or like if like you know you got going to go in the woods and hunt for a rabbit for food or something you know you bring that people put paint that picture like oh man chicago just um, and it's been like that since Al Capone days and stuff. It just it's just yeah. worse.
1: It's always had that stigma, but I think it got worse when when Lightfoot and Trump were going back and forth because Trump put that shit to the masses. Oh, Chicago is the worst city in the world. All oh, the crime, all oh, the right. crime, right. and he put a spotlight on it, and we can't shake yeah. it. Because yeah. to your point, you go to the Lake House, dude. I'll be out here covering an event. They'll be like, "Oh, Chicago. Oh my God!" Like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that." and I'm like, "I'm not." I was like. I don't know a single person in my family and my, my in my social circle. I ain't had any one of them fall victim to any crimes. I said, you know, you, you right. be vigilant wherever you go. You pay attention to your surroundings. I don't know, but I don't, I don't feel like I put myself in any sort of situation that would you know make me a right. victim of a crime. But mm-hmm. I think, but I'm also not out here walking around free. You know what I'm saying? If something's gonna happen to me, it's gonna happen to me. But I live my life,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and I feel like it's the people out here, Jules. They read something and they're like, oh my god. This is the reality. No. we talked to you guys on this show about how the media, and I know, Jules, you're going to laugh because I'm kind of a part of the media now, but you see the way that I tell (laughs) stories by the way other people tell stories, right? Because some people Uh have these narratives that they paint and they put out there. Like, it's reality.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: How are you going to talk about a city that you've never even been to? Right. How can you
0: talk about it? You don't know. No. You just get off, you just, you know, you get, you know, hearsay or what you, a uh, headline or a news clip there or article there and say, hey, oh, this was good, what's going on? But no, it's a lot of plenty of good things that's going on in Chicago. I, we stay in nice, nice neighborhoods. We, you know, what
1: yes, we do.
0: uh People, I emphasize are, that part. You know, so we got know, no worries where I, we live. <laughs> right. I, I mean, but we also project out positively and, and, and 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 good vibes, and people can read that off you. Yeah. They when sure you, when you out there in the streets, I mean, I mean, Prez, you walk. I mean, listen, you, you, people part away from you like the Red Sea. Oh, but if they knew story. you, <laughs> if they knew you, they know you're a good dude. And they sit there from you, they ain't gonna take no stuff. Zimmerman was on something that day. I ain't seen
1: him since, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like I said, I I have no complaints, man. I you know no worries, man. And 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 it's just unfortunate that that you know the media and there's some people that have the platforms will say these things about Chicago or any other place and, and just negative and don't put, don't put out the positive part of it too. That's right, you know, because I still think this is one of the most beautiful
1: cities in the world. Everybody yes, talk about summertime, shy that ain't no bullshit. I can't wait till summertime, man. All the festivals, man. I mean, when oh, we, we used to go down to the Taste Now, I don't mess with the Taste Now because I don't deal with all them crowds. But I like all the art festivals that they Dude, there's so much to mm-hmm. do in Chicago. You don't have to spend no money for it, Jules. Yeah, dude, they got
0: man arts and museums, and you know to get the free music. And then, you know, yeah, get man. the music of of African Fest. Now I think the what the the race is going to be here this summer. I believe it is. It is. You know,
1: I'm kind of curious how that's going to work.
0: Yeah, right. I know I'll probably be working there. So I, 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 I mean, that's going to be, that's actually going to be dope, though. That's actually going to be dope because I, I know they're going to section out parts of downtown so the racers can race. And, but that's, that's going to be, that's, that's going to be kind of dope, interesting. It? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I'm not a, a NASCAR type dude or Formula One or anything like that. I, I, I can take, I can probably count on one of I mean, set, I sat down to watch a racing racing event, but. But uh, if I was off, I wouldn't mind checking it out. It, it,
1: it piques my interest. That's that's what right. I would say. And, you know, yeah. I ain't going to watch it on TV, but it's in my city, right? And I'm kind of curious, where are they going to uh-huh. set that shit up at? How are they gonna, how are they going to do this?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are they going to draw off the, the streets, and how, the, the racing, uh, the, the track? How are they going to, right, you know? So I know they're going to use Michigan, but I know they're going to use Michigan and Lakeshore Drive. or Which um,
1: makes sense. Well, Lakeshore Drive is like fucking Indianapolis 500 anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So man, that's gonna be interesting though, man. But the, the, hey, man, the city's the city's beautiful, man. Prayers the city they, they, <laughs> the city's beautiful.
1: I'm never gonna move to another city. This is home. The only time you're gonna get prayers up out of here is when I retire and I move to Costa Rica. That's it. I'm here today. Nice. Oh man, that's what's up, man. Yeah, you get I'm it playing. mapped out huh? Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah now speak that shit <laughs> into existence, bro. Okay, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey. Yes, sir. You know what we we tell people on the show, right? Be intentional, right? Man, I got like a little picture right here in this little office, man. This little picture, this little this little spot in Costa Rica. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh, I look at you every day. That keeps that's my why. Uh-huh, mm, that's all, all that grind that I'm right. doing right now, Jules. And they gonna go for nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's an the end goal uh-huh. here.
0: There you go, Costa Rica, hey, man. I'm 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 I'm, I'm speaking with you, man. Prayer's getting there. Yes, sir. getting to Costa Rica. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You
1: know, but you know, Jules, like I think that's why. When I was thinking about my grandmother, I think about how proud she was when she migrated from the South to come to Chicago, right? And my family, man, like, when I think of Chicago, that's what I think about. I think about my roots, basically, planet. They started here, bro. This city Mm -hmm. made me who I am. Mm -hmm. I got a tattoo of the damn skyline on my arm. Like, I'm Chicago as fuck. I take pride in being from here, right? And I take offense when people make their little comments lately. And I know with the election, you know what I'm saying? I've had to check some people lately around here. Now, I know... Some people may have voted for Vallis, Some people voted for Brandon Johnson. Mm-hmm. I don't live in Chicago, so I couldn't vote for either one of them. But it's been cast mm-hmm. coming to me after the fact, Jules, and I want to get your comments on it. I, mean, I want to get your feedback on it. And speak open and honest about it. But I've had cats coming up to me, and they be like, Matt press city about to be fucked up now. And I'm like, okay, in that, in that lens, was the city not mm-hmm. fucked up under Lightfoot? Was it not fucked up under Rahm Emanuel? Like, what, what are we talking mm-hmm. about? So I want to get your thoughts on that, man, because I know that Paul Vallis, he campaigned under more of like a, a law and order type of, of, of message. And I know that Brandon Johnson at one point had a message where he talked about defunding the police. But it seemed like he kind of moved away from that line of thinking. But well, what are your thoughts on that when you hear people making those type of comments about,
0: hey, you know what, shit's going to be fucked up? See, the the problem I had with, with Johnson, he had a, he, he had a few interviews where it sounded like he was kind of anti-police we had somebody that's anti-police in there with Lori Lightfoot because the problem is the message she was putting out there some of the some of the, some of the criminals and offenders that was out here took that as a rally cry like okay cool and and we see crime in spiked so I was a little nervous of of Johnson getting in there because I'm like wait a minute we have four years of somebody who didn't really, didn't really care for the police. And I said, Brandon, he ain't really, he, he, he bit, he's on record saying he'll defund the police. We need somebody to come in and say, hey, there's nothing wrong with holding officers accountable, but we also need police officers to do, to, 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 to do their job. They need to be represented and supported. We didn't get support from Lightfoot. As an officer, as an officer, I'm just like, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. But... But I can see that he seemed like a type of cat. He he, he seems reasonable. Life was like a bulldog. She didn't want to hear nothing.
1: You know, she, she didn't, didn't like something. With, she didn't she didn't work with people. I think that was her big right.
0: That was, that was her problem. She didn't work with Johnson. Seemed like he's open for for uh, uh, opinions and 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 hear people out. And you know, he seemed he seemed reasonable. Mm-hmm. So we'll give him. A, you know, saying of course we will give him a shot. He, he's there for four years. He's going to hire within the department, which. I'm like, you should never hire anybody for a superintendent job outside the department because they don't know Chicago. I'm a big firm believer. You should never done that, but okay, that's my that's my opinion. I think a lot of people felt that way, you know. So he's he's he said he's gonna hire the next superintendent within the ranks, which is perfect. So what's I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, I I, I'm happy for him. You know, definitely congratulating you know the new boss and 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 see what happens. I mean. That was the the only thing that it, that and some talking about some some damn Chicago tax. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but Yeah,
1: well, that's definitely something that I think that a lot of people should be uh worried about. I think Jules. they yeah, i like, more. I think they should be more focused on that and and less on the defunding of the police aspect. Because if you think yeah. about it, that you you're on the force and you probably know this better than I do. We know that Lori Lightfoot didn't have a great relationship with the rank and file. However, if you look at the budgets she gave a lot of money to the police department. You know, when they got that COVID money from the government, she had to pay out all that overtime. And she gave that money up and a lot of that money didn't go to the schools. It didn't go to the, the infrastructure and the things that we talked about in the show about how kids that have laptops and computers to do their remote work. So my thing was for her, she kind of gave it up to y'all. She just wanted easy to work with with y'all. And I do agree with you when it comes to a guy like Brandon Johnson, he has walked back on what he said. In his speech, Mm -hmm. he talked about the fact of, hey, I know that there's people out there that didn't vote for me. He said, but I want to be your mayor, too. And like you said, Jules, he says, I want to keep an open ear to what you guys have to say or what Mm -hmm. you think. That's all I want to hear from anybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, may, no, no, that's true. You
1: know what I'm saying? Jules, we may not, you know, not you mm-hmm. and I, but in general, there's people out here, they may not agree with me every day, but as long as you can be receptive to, like, hey, look, just look at it from my standpoint, real quick. Right, just mm-hmm. just think about a different alternate opinion. I'll do that as well, Jews. You and I do that all right. the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, it was refreshing to me, man, when I saw him, man. It was like a, a breath of fresh air when I saw that. Paul Vallis, I'm not going to go too much into him, man, Jules. I, I have not respected him for a long time. After uh, seeing what he did to the Chicago public school system here and what he did with other public school systems, man, I was worried, like, man, what's this guy going to come here and do now? He He's he's ruined education. <laughs> and now you come in here, and I thought he was kind of a fake Republican, too. Now, Chicago, you guys already know how Chicago is. We are a democratic city.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Paul Vallis, he has some kind of conservative viewpoints that I don't think a lot of people is rocking with. Because if you look at it, Brandon Johnson, Jules, came out of nowhere. This right. guy was, he was a Chicago
0: uh, right. teacher union rep. a Cook County and Board a commissioner. Union rep and a commissioner, right. So Paul Vallis, dude, and, and this is
1: another thing too. Paul Vallis didn't just give it up. This man, uh, he run for everything. <laughs> he, he never gets elected. <laughs> he ran for governor. He ran for mayor. He ran for everything. lieutenant governor. Give it up. Yeah,
0: it might be a rap. Yeah, it might be a rap. Yeah, man.
1: No.
0: Yeah, it, it might up. be a rap.
1: Chicago <laughs> spoke. Chicago spoke. And, and you know what, Jules? I, I'm gonna say this, man. I think that. Well, Paul Vallis miscalculated on in this election as he thought that all that tough talk on crime and trying to scare people was going to work, but it didn't really resonate with folks. You got to talk to people about real shit. Now, I know crime is, is a party equation, but this thing's out here, man, is deeper than that shit. You got people out here, Jules, and I'm telling you, I'm seeing it every day, bro. People out here struggling, can't pay their fucking bills. You got people out here, man, that don't have the same opportunity as other people out here. We have to do something about mental health and mental illness. Chicago, I shouldn't be walking around and there's all these people that should be somewhere getting help. They're just roaming the streets. See, that's my problem. We don't take care of our own people, right? And then you got people out here that are millionaires. Paul Vallis is a fucking millionaire. Lloyd Lightfoot was a fucking millionaire. These people, Robin Emanuel is a millionaire. They're fine. They're not worried about the people because they're not for the people. They're not from the people. And I hope a guy like Brandon Johnson, who just seems like a normal dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? I hope he doesn't get bought. I hope he can stay true to who he is and his values and own up to his words. If he's saying that he wants to have an open ear and work with law enforcement while acknowledging that there's things that can be cleaned up within the department, but still also not treating them like they're the enemy, right? Because I think that both sides have to work better together. I don't think that you can point the gun either way, right? I think that both sides need to put their fucking guns down and listen Mm -hmm. and have conversation and dialogue, right? So if that's something that can happen, cool. If the FOP guy can shut the fuck up and let you guys (laughs) have dialogue and let you guys (laughs) (laughs) do this thing the right way, cool. Because also... Mm -hmm. He, right. didn't do, he didn't do Valley City favors either, in my
0: opinion. No, you know, John, John came out, was like, it'd be bloodshed. And I, you know, uh, when I bump to John again, I'll probably, you know, holler at him for a second. Because, you know, no matter what, like you said, Bridge, we have to work together. We both want the same things, really. A safer Chicago. Right. It's just all about how we're going to do it. We can do it, we, you know, we can do it kind of uh, if Johnson wants to bring in uh, collisioners and, and um, mental health specialists to come in and talk to somebody that deal with some of the mentals, you know, that's fine. That, you know, that's cool. There's no problem with that. But also, you know, some things have to be dealt with uh, uh, tougher or, or a tougher approach, and that sh- uh, should be fine, too. There's a, a common ground in, in, in both of this so uh you know I, I i like you said he's he seems like you, you you can reason with him and he'll he'll he's open to to listen which which uh, i'm glad to hear and see so i'm just uh you know we'll just we'll just see what happens man i we'll just see what happens that's all i can say
1: yeah and i mean cuz we don't know which way this thing's going to go Right. but i would just say for me i was hopeful um If I would have had a vote, it wouldn't have gone to Dallas. And I don't think that either candidate was a perfect candidate. I just want people to hear me out there. But I just kind of feel like for where my heart was at, I just kind of feel like Johnson might be a better usher or a better steward for the city of Chicago. Lori Lightfoot was a very ineffective mayor here in this city. And my comments don't even come to do with anything when it comes to her relationship with law enforcement and all that. I just don't Mm -hmm. think that she did anything. And uh, some people may fight back and push back on me for that. But you guys know that if I get on this microphone, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I thought that Lori Lightfoot, outside of doing those funny little commercials during the pandemic,
0: I really didn't see what she did that was, uh, made an impact for the city of Chicago. I mean, it's, it was documented. She didn't get along with police. You can not get along with, the, with, with city council. I ain't never had a mayor that just, just bumped heads with city council. And it was just things were being le- leaked out. And. You know, there was arguing and fighting, and you know, I think I, I mean, listen. Well, they in positions where uh, you, you govern for the people and by the people, and, and things want to be put in place, and some type of laws, and and you know, some some need things, and laws need to put on books, and not everything's gonna go smooth, but it just seemed like she just couldn't didn't have control over the city council, like you know, the, you know, people are talking about her, she talk about them, and You know, she's on record talking about, you know, when when the Italian-Americans was mad about the statues, she was talking about she got the biggest nuts. And, you know, it was was just Mm -hmm. all over the place, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just a good, it wasn't good look for as as a mayor, you know.
1: No, I think what it was is that she came into a situation where she's a black woman and she's also a lesbian black woman, right? Uh And so she's coming into this situation. I don't know what that probably felt like for her, but she probably came in defensive. And uh, that's a tough place to be in. And I would tell you, Jules, there was a time in my life that I was one of the most defensive people because I always grew up, always feeling like I had to fight for mine and fight for my respect. And maybe that was a part of where she was coming from with that. But I feel like it made it turned her into, like, the person that no one wanted to work with, no one wanted to deal with, and she kind of came off bitter. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that, you know, Brandon Johnson learned from that, and it seemed like he understood that when he spoke. Um, he spoke about basically yeah. wanting to – Build and bring things together because what I will tell you, Jules, it, it hurts my heart to see how divided Chicago has become. I know the world in general oh, is, is divided, but this city is so is uh-huh. so divided right now.
0: So divided. it is. It is. It is. It was a close. It was a close race. Yeah, it was a close race. I mean, not a lot of people voted, but it was still it was it was cool because yeah, no, you look the, at it. The, the, you the youth look. Didn't at come it. out.
1: The youth didn't come out. No,
0: except I would say. Add add both their votes up is like seven hundred thousand, and and we're a city of I don't know three four million I think right I think maybe more, but I mean that's that's nothing, mm-hmm. that's nothing yeah. So,
1: but but it goes to show you though it's a couple of things that, that that tells me that when I see an election that close again that shows division, that shows sort of yeah. division. The second part when I looked and I saw how little young people voted in this election, what do we got to do to get the youth out to vote? What do we got to get them out there to
0: care about what's going on in the city? Right. Because I kind of felt like Brandon Johnson was for the youth, right? Well, he's progressive. So, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if you if you got a cat that's running that's in the office that's, that's you know, a, a progressive dude, you would think more younger people would will, will come out and, and vote. But they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, we, we got to figure that out. So yeah, right? so we, we got to figure that
1: out. Right. And I, and I hope that any of our youth that are listening to this, man, if, if y'all don't know anything about these candidates, reach out to us, man. Right. We'll give you some resources to help you out, man. We don't need to be sitting on the sidelines because what do we always say about people that sit on the sidelines? I don't want to hear your mouth when shit's fucked up.
0: Right. a your opinion. Right. You, yeah, you, yeah, that's true. Because I've been voting ever since I was old enough to vote when I can, when I can yes. vote, I've been voting. And that's, yes. that's been instilled by me through my parents.
1: That's right. Because
0: of no of our, or what our ancestors have been through to, to try to get us to vote. So, that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, so.
1: It's our responsibility, man. It's, it, it's the only way that we really get a chance to, like, speak up, right? And it's like, why not mm-hmm. take advantage of that? That's really the only time <laughs> your opinions matter is when an election comes up. And that's why yeah. all these people come around and talk to you. You know i that's why Willie Wilson been buying y'all gas for months. <laughs>
0: that's what they I don't care. Willie, he He's been buying gas and groceries.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that dude ain't even make. He wasn't even close. No man, no. no. That dude wasn't even close, man. Uh, no, nah,
1: uh-uh. nope, nope, no. Nope. And I have be been trying to tell people, man. They be like, "Oh, Willie's so not- Willie is a millionaire for a reason. He's the most ruthless, shrewd person I've ever been to come across." I've seen Willie Wilson handle the business, and that motherfucker, man. I, they should call his ass slick Willie. That motherfucker ain't no nice motherfucker that y'all think. <laughs> and I know people nah. be like, oh Willie, Willie be he be slipping up and he's he's not a tell no Willie, no business. Yeah, well, I would never enter any sort of agreement with him about anything, boy.
0: <laughs> man, oh, you sure. shake it when you shake his hand, you you better watch your back too. man. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I'm like, where the knife going? <laughs> right. Oh, man.
1: Let's get into our listener letter for this week. And, audience, okay. we know that you guys are continued to send us listener letters. Because you guys are like, where the hell are these guys at? So we're going to do a special episode next week. Well, all we're going to do is answer listener letters, Jules. So, audience, we're going to get through a big glut of them on that show. So, anyway, this listener letter comes up from Gregory. And Gregory says, "Praise the Jules, I'm a 36-year-old gay man. He said several weeks ago, the guy I've had a crush on told me he's now in a relationship. He said, while I'm happy for him, I can't but feel somewhat resentful because I wanted to be with him. I haven't dated anyone since my last relationship ended four years ago. I decided to distance myself from the guy and have limited myself to interactions and observations of his relationship on social media only. But at the same time, I've been taking this time to focus on my own goals and career aspirations. I haven't messaged him since he expressed that he's in a relationship. My question for you both, is it worth holding on to these feelings I have for him? Or should I just simply move on? If I should move on, why do you guys think so? Because during my last conversation with him, he told me that he, if he ever finds himself single again, he would like to take me out on a date.
0: Oh. You know, I right here, I, I think he he really answered. He answered his own question, really. I mean, it it's resentful for him to see him with somebody else because he want to be with him. If that's the case, then you're doing right by dissing yourself and cutting all communication. Um, Yeah. He probably said, you know, Hey man, if I was single, damn. Whereas how many times we told that to to some female, you know what girl, if I was single, man, it'd have been on. (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's like you know you want to let the person you don't want to let the person down bad so you want to let them down the easy throw a little something in there just to kind of ease the that tension that was going on right there so i wouldn't even focus on that too much i'll just you do it right if if you listen if you can't be with this if you can't be with him as a friend and not like kind of separate yourself like all right i respect his relationship but at least we're still friends i can deal with that but if you're resentful yeah, you, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It's a lot more efficient to see there. So I mean, uh, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So he's in a relationship. And if things don't happen in the if, in, in the future, if he come back, you know, uh that relationship he was in at work and he come seek you out, seek you out, and you happen to be single at that time too. And it, y'all then it was meant. So but right now, I was saying, hey, keep doing what you're doing. You 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 distance yourself from him, uh, and do your own thing. There's a lot more people out there. Don't even worry about it. I mean, Jules, you you hit it on the head. It's, it's a lot of fish in the sea,
1: for one. And what you gonna do? You just gonna sit over here and I know you said you've been doing your thing, you know, focusing on your career, mm. but you keeping yourself emotionally available for someone that's not right. available for you. So Right, I think the thing there is just live your life. Go out there and try mm-hmm. to find, you know, your Mr. Right. Because if you do, then you ain't worried about this guy over here and looking on his social media. Because right. all that shit is doing is hurting you. And shit, you over here looking at all these pictures of him being mm-hmm. happy. I don't mean to laugh at you, but you know what I'm saying? That's what it does. You break no, in your heart no, every you. time you look right. at the post.
0: Right, you know, right. People are like, damn, that, bro, should, that, that should be me.
1: Yeah, that should be me. <laughs> should I should be, me. be on that trip. No, it should not be you because it's not meant for you to be in that situation <laughs> right said,
0: now. He said no, it not should be you. No, it should not be you. Go make your, your own. Memories. Get your own guy. Make your oh. own memories. Put that. Put that stuff on so so he can be like, damn, it should be me.
1: Yep. You know what? You know what's gonna be funny when he starts going out and dating people, and he finds him somebody, and watch who go come start coming back and hitting him up.
0: Right. Right. And normally, yeah, it sometimes be like that, right?
1: Yep. And never fail. Right.
0: Never fail. Nah, live your life, bro. Live your life. Yeah.
1: And I would say, it's okay to have feelings. I forgot what those are. Just live your life. <laughs> Enjoy yourself.
0: What do you, what you, what you mean you forgot what you know what those are? <laughs>
1: man, I don't know what is like.
0: <laughs>
1: what are <the> feelings? <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> you know what the feelings like? What was that? No, so you know feelings where you you, you can't you can't eat and, and the clouds doesn't have any any the, the sky don't have any color and food doesn't taste right and you know that sounds like COVID the, to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just miserable because you can't hear or be with that person.
1: Oh, you know what those feelings are like. I mean, yeah, I remember that. I was probably like about thirteen. <laughs> This girl, Shantae, she, she didn't call me back. I'm like, what's Shantae doing Damn. Here? I was listening to Brandy sitting up in my room. So I remember them times. Oh, damn. Time, <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. So how's, it, so how's it now? Now I'm like, fuck you, Shantae. <laughs> <laughs> damn.
1: <laughs> oh, man. As you know, I will say some even more reckless shit because we already okay. know Shantae life and how it ended. So that's what happens with life after, with no prayers. Mm. You did know, it to yourself. And that's the that's the mentality that I want my brother here to have in this letter. Yeah, Bro, it yeah. Sound like you, you it sound like man, you, you got it going on. It sound like you're trying to get things going on, in your career. Come on, man. Don't be don't be worried about the rearview mirror. Right. Right.
0: That's why that thing is small for a reason when you look up there as a small mirror, right?
1: It is so <laughs> small, right? Then you look back, you're like, look at that little ass car behind me. That's, right. that's your ex. Mm-hmm. You have your friend. Man, yeah. Don't worry about that stuff
0: oh no no you're in good hands it's gonna happen it's gonna happen without you you, you even gonna think about it but i would say stop peeping
1: um on the social media and jules and i talked to a lot of you guys on the show about this in the past that social media people get that fear missing out that's what it is you look at you like oh man i should be there no 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 focus on you focus on you put yourself Mm -hmm. out there that's the thing You probably not putting yourself out there because you still in the moment with this individual. We see that a lot of times, Jules, and sometimes when some people are single for a long time, it's because they probably have just been so dispositioned to being alone, but they're like, nah, I ain't going to put myself out there. I ain't ain't got time for that or this and that. No, all it is is because you haven't made yourself available. You haven't opened up your heart to Mm -hmm. anything else. You probably still suck on somebody else.
0: Boy, yeah, yeah, no, no, you tell them right. Um. So yeah, get off that because if so, man, you're just gonna rock, Watch the parade, just go by, man. Nah, that, be that, a part that, of the parade. Man. Man, That's why you wanna be, be, be on the floor, son.
1: You wanna be on the float,
0: right? Throwing
1: beads right. and shit, a candy. Right. Out. You
0: know what I mean? On, man. <laughs> oh
1: man, I hate being at the crowd at the parade. I'm like, look at these motherfuckers. They making fun of us. They like, look at these goofies.
0: <laughs> yeah, wave
1: your hand more. I'm gonna fucking throw a fucking bead at you right in the face. You don't want to be that. No, Take no this bead. bead. Take, Take it. this bead. Take this bead. I'm better than you because I'm on this float. <laughs> what the fuck? He's on the float.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: shit. <laughs> hey, they, they, I'm sure they was They was waiting on this. <laughs> oh,
0: you're a fool, man.
1: <laughs> well, listen, audience, let's get into the, the nuts and bolts of this thing here. Okay. Jules and I want to talk to you guys about some of the hypocrisy out here, man. Some of the the fake outrage. that you guys all mm. saw what happened last weekend, man. And first of all, before I get into it, man, women's hoops, man, out here, man, what a weekend for them. Women, people out here talking about women's hoops, bro. That was not happening. You know before. what? That's a
0: plus. Yes. Right. That's a plus. I, I I've been I've been working press. I haven't watched it, but I've been getting a lot of feedback. Like people been watching, what the women been throwing down? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. They final the four was better than the men's final four. I know people about to throw shit at me, but that, hey, that's the oh, way I saw it. Watch watch those speeds now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Take this press. <laughs> Take this. You've always been an
0: asshole, press. Oh man. You gotta feel these beads, <laughs> but uh, but that, I, and you know I've been seeing highlights, and they've been, dude, they've been balling. So so. Congr- I mean, congratulations to LSU, but congratulations to the women basketball, uh, college basketball in general. Oh yeah, they won,
1: they won. Yeah, that tournament, bro. Broke records, man, when it came to attendance, engagement, people talking about the game, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese. I'm talking mm. about man, there were so many, Aliyah Boston, there were so many standout performers. Now I know that the reason why we were doing this episode today, or the reason why we're doing this episode today is because we want to talk about the fact of it's kind of bullshit that instead of us talking about the great performances from this tournament, we got to talk about the outrage right. of them celebrating. Right. Whether it's Kayla Clark doing the John Cena, you can't see me, which I loved.
0: Uh-huh. Which is cool. Yep. Which
1: is cool. Whether it's Angel Reese pointing to her ring finger to it's Kayla cool. Clark. Mm-hmm. Still loved it. Which is cool. Which is cool. Because for me, it's no difference than with Steph Curry when he won that championship last year and he pointed to his ring finger to the crowd. Mm-hmm. He was letting everybody know. We here. It's no different than Michael Jordan counting the six.
0: Uh-huh. Right. Pris, hey, hey, can I ask you something? What's up? What about Aaron Rodgers said that he owed us?
1: Yeah, that that I mean, you know, that's <laughs> it's fair because he uh 20, 20, 24. You just he's just trying you to you trying to upset me. But you you know, it's one of those I'm just... Oh man! I'm just... Hey, but you just brought my whole vibe down. But yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Shit! <laughs> yeah. That Kendrick Lamar song was about jewels, audience. My God!
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But no, but like you said, with Steph Curry, Michael Jordan holding the six. Okay, we'll we'll pick it up from there.
1: <laughs> no, you know I'm answering your question. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yes in theory. <laughs> Fair trash talk. He's he was 24 and five against us. But we turn the page from that because he's gonna get traded to the Jets anyway. Jules, I ain't gotta worry about Aaron. No. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. True. His true, family true, true.
1: hates him, so fuck him. You know, like get out. Of yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. Says a lot about you. And your family hates you. You know what I mean? Damn. All yeah, that is world, true. Damn hmm uh-huh. But but one point is though, when I'm talking about the trash talk, Angel mm-hmm. Reese was called classless,
0: a thug. Yeah. All these names, bro. Uh-huh. A piece of shit. A piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Because she was trash talking.
1: Or, or and so, and what somebody told me was Apris. Hey, no, I, I don't have a problem with it, but I don't like that she followed her around. I'm like, so trash talk is limited to how you do it. So what was your opinion about that? Did you have know a problem that she followed her around for about 20 see, seconds? Like what,
0: what, what you see think? that was see, that was the, the thing. When Caitlin did it, it was like, you know, you know she just did <laughs> it, it had no it had no swag to it. Let's, oh, let's yeah, be it honest. No it swag. was just like, it was yeah. just like, yeah. It was it's cute, like, but yeah. Oh, okay. It, it, it was, was cute. It was cute, but yeah. Yeah, it didn't. If I was the opposing team, I'd be like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You need to do that but too. When, but, <laughs> right. But when, when Angel did it, oh, it was a statement. Oh, yeah. She did statement. it to the she did it to the
1: player that America wanted to win. Right. You know
0: what I mean? LSU came yeah. in with a chip on the shoulder. Like, sure. Oh, yeah. This is who you guys want. Yep. I mean, it was, let's be honest, they it was competitive, but it was a point. They wanted to bring something home. they wanted to bring they wanted to t- uh, bring, t- tell America, Here, here's your team. This that's is right. your team. That's right. And it was somewhat I would say personal because it was, it was like now I, okay, so that's the conversation that can be had to, on the way she had done it. Oh okay, I, I give you she followed her to make sure she see her doing it. Okay, we can talk about it, but still trash talking. It's still tragic. And even Caitlin didn't take offense to it. So well, that's what she said out of her mouth on the inside. As a competitor, you know, you're like, okay, well, yeah, we got to get these people back next year. But oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and as a competitor, mm-hmm. I would have loved that she heard her say that. Like, hey, well, listen, I have a problem with it, but hey, she'll see me next year. I would have loved her like right. that.
0: Right. That would have been me. I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, she, hey, you got us. Yeah, you got us. Today was your day. You got us. I opened it up by doing it to, to uh South Carolina. South before. Carolina. I mm-hmm. did it. I, I, I opened it up. I yep. opened it up. Yep. I did it. So I have to take I have to take accountability. Cat's gonna be coming for me.
1: And you not even that. Me. But how about the fact that Caitlin Clark in that game against South Carolina? She didn't even guard the one girl that couldn't shoot. And even the time the girl was like dribbling and acting like she was gonna shoot, Caitlin waved her hand, like, I'm not worried about you. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was kind yeah, of
0: funny. Said, yeah, right. It was also right. low-key disrespectful, too.
1: Could <laughs> you imagine I, that? I, I, you play, play, you play right. in the game, and somebody like, I'm not even going to guard you, and I'm going to wave you off like, yeah, motherfucker, you ain't a threat. Dude, right? I'd be like, like, you mother?
0: <laughs> like, oh, you can't <laughs> shoot. I didn't worry about your jump. I ain't even yeah. worry about you. Go ahead and shoot that.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you that. I'm going to actually turn my back on you. Go ahead.
0: So LSU saw that and was like, hey, hey, all right, we oh she thinks she okay, we got something for, her. and she and 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 and, and, they, and they took care of business. They took care of business, and and at the end, it I think they blew it out of proportion with this whole thing. Me, me personally, yep. it's, it was two girls, two uh, I'm sorry, two women who were just uh stellar ball players, play better than me, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> and just. And and just represented their team and the the co- in college women college sports, perfectly beautiful. I mean, and like you said, prez, it got messed up because what we talking about instead of the whole thing in general, it was a success. These women went out, they played their hearts, the coaches coached their hearts out, and and you know you get women of the year, you get a, and as you won the title, what we talking about the negative part? It's yep. I mean, listen, it's it's basketball it's competitive Mm -hmm. let these let these hey okay one girl did just one girl was a little you know their trash talk was a little weak than other. that's all (laughs) you don't say that's all but you know you don't call you don't call uh you don't call angel a piece of crap because what she did no 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 that's that's dude come on really
1: no, that's not that's not right. That's not right. But that's that selective outrage that goes on out here, and it's hypocritical because I'll tell right. you again, Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports. Barstool, right. Anybody that's listened to this show, mm-hmm. OG listeners, mm-hmm. y'all remember what I said about them season one? Yeah. It remains the same today. They hear trash people over there. It's a trash platform. And so for me, I'm okay with people having an opinion. Why you don't get personal like that to a 20 year old woman over a game?
0: Right. Of right. I mean, he just her But this is because his team lost. But he go, know. and that's exactly right. He wanted Caitlin to win. But this is my thing you're
1: going to say somebody's classless and then you're going to call them a piece of shit. When people can say the same about you, when you've been accused of rape, uh, racism, mm-hmm. not taking mm-hmm. care of the people that, that work for you, and a, a larger list of other things. David, so my thing is, we gotta watch how we operate out here in the world because Jules always says, "Your closet, <laughs> that closet got something in there." So watch how you be out here operating.
0: It goes back to the saying of of you know one who hasn't sinned casts first stone. Nobody right. can cast a stone because we all sin. That's right. the thing. And for him to say that, like, dude, you need to check yourself because. Somebody can easily say that about you, like you know, saying "quote What you saying, Brad? You know, you've been accused of, and you know, things that's worse than something worse than f- uh, waving your hand at somebody." Let's right. be honest. How if you feel somebody call you a you know a piece of crap or classes or trash or idiot or something like that. like, bro? It would fit. It would fit better. It, it, well, exactly? <laughs> what what what? what Angel did that? That's not, that's trust. That's every day. Yeah, exactly. That's every day. Shit,
1: J- Jules, you we we used to bowl all the time. You don't right. think people trash talking out there? Yeah, come on, man. That's the thing. He and his fucking idiot friends do that shit. Everybody does that, bro. It's a part of competition, mm-hmm. and that's why for me, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Now I know maybe no. some people thought she 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 suck. She you know sought out you know Caitlyn in that moment. Right, right. She bowled her. Yeah, she right. followed. Okay, fine. Right. I can I can see that, you know. But whatever, you know. Shit, I've had worse, <laughs> so whatever. Yeah, but but I think that in us, instead of us focusing on how great that game was, because it was a great fucking right. game, <laughs>
0: right?
1: We're talking about some shit that doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things, and we're talking about these things, and it comes off to me sexist, right? So women can't trash talk. That's fucked up. It is. And it comes off racist because it makes me wonder, are you mad just because the team that you wanted, Iowa, didn't win? Are you mad because the team Mm -hmm. from Louisiana won? See, it just makes it come off like, and that's that division we talk about, Jules. Why can't we just Uh appreciate good games? Why does it got to come down to, oh, this team got white players on it, so I'm going to cheer for them. Mm -hmm. i like,
0: Caitlin. Right.
1: And this team over here, they they're kind of thuggish acting. They they, they do too much, you know. They, right. you know, all, all the words, all the coded uh-huh. language,
0: right. Well, do prez, you, you brought it up perfectly when you said that because now you got is it all black team, and then I was all white, except know. for one mixed it's kid a, on that team. We had one. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> but for the most part, all white girls. Mm-hmm. So that so then you have you got the, the the puppet master in the middle, like yeah, black versus you know black versus white. You know then like you said, Prince, what goes into you know the you know uh, thuggish or 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 rebels or or gangs, whatever the case may be. Then you get the pure and the American team and the sweetheart, and so you know build this thing where it now. You, you're saying it's because you want ratings, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's messed up because it's like, no, they all they all women take That's the right out of them. They're That's both right, both, both number one, number two. That's
1: both, right, both, t- both t- tough teams. That's right, two top teams with two premier players on both sides, right? Right <laughs> now, Jules, I gotta ask you now because another level to it <laughs> that happened with Jill Biden talking about she wanted to invite uh, Iowa
0: to the White House, y- you know. Hey prayers, I I I chalk that? that up to Jill. just I, I I chalk it up that Jill just old and just out of touch. You know what I'm saying? And not the disrespectful in that way, but no, ain't nobody gonna take both the, the championship no. team and then the other the the and one that's team team to the right to the to the White House. Jill, stop it. You know better than that. Gio. You know what I'm saying? So I chalk that up as she just trying to do something and didn't know how to go by it or something uh i'm uh, you know what i'm glad that because the, the team at first said they wasn't gonna go i'm glad no. they changed their mind
1: because <laughs> angel glad. was like no we're gonna go see the obama right Boy, like,
0: damn right and i'm like no go you guys deserve it you guys yeah, are the champions you white guys house. deserve yeah. to go to the white house that's right, go to the White House, enjoy that memory being with the president in the White House because when, when you're gonna do it, when you gonna do it again, maybe next year, or whatever case may be. But right. enjoy it, the and moment, it may, and it may
1: not happen because think about the average American has not been inside the
0: White House. Oh, and you being invited, yes, that's, that's a privilege of president Right, the president cordially invites you to attend him to a celebration of world championship at the White House, a dinner. You know, uh, festivals or whatever case, get the pictures and stuff. no, enjoy that. You guys deserve it. Jill was just, I think she was just overstepping, over talking, and just didn't know how this thing worked. And just, yeah, it's cute, but no, nah, Jill, we ain't gonna do it. And then you know, she took that back. So was, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't earth slam her too hard because uh, <laughs> I think she, I think she, she didn't mean any malicious intent with it. I think it was just, oh, you know, they played both, they played both good. That's that mom that just can't decide on you know it's just kids, she
1: loves the most right. it's like you
0: know you guys all all you guys just come like no no That's no not the, the champions Dr. Jill. yeah no the champions get get all the the winners get the spoils right so yep. they get the, the the whole white house mm-hmm.
1: i gotta lot of y'all to feel some kind of way too if i'd have heard that i'd be like damn so tell me you a fan of kayla Clark already you're talking about so you're gonna invite them too so for me, uh-huh. I don't think that she did anything malicious either. I just think she—you saw who, Doctor Jill, like she was on right with, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Then, then that's why we say the, the American team, the American sweetheart, and all that, you know. So, yeah, Ellis, That's what I say. you came in with Chippin' Show because Biden. She uh, Angel said that Biden had him on on his on his bracket. He did. not He did. Uh-uh. So. So, no, 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 no. No, you rub it in space when you go to the White House. That's that's <laughs> how you do that. That's how you do that. Don't don't say I'm not going. No, you go and let and let him know we're the champs. You know,
1: I would I wonder if Andrew, I saw her, she was at the uh at their uh parade and she was doing that you can't see me. I wonder if she's gonna do that at the White House to Jill Biden. And probably. <laughs> that would probably, be so fucked
0: up. Probably. <laughs> Probably and, and it'd probably be like in, in a joking type way, you know, like, yeah, hey, pre- hey, present, you can see, you see me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> remember, remember when Shaq rapped it? he was like, hey, Kobe, how my ass tastes?
0: You yeah, know? yeah, I remember that.
1: <laughs> that was rough.
0: Be yeah, that was rough. That'd
1: be, yeah, that was
0: that'd be Angel. <laughs> hey, Dr. Jill, how's my ass taste? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can be like, it's. A little salty, but oh, Jesus, <laughs> <Christ. laughs> Jesus
1: Christ!
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back.
1: We are back. <laughs> I know y'all missed it. Before we wrap this thing up and get out of here, man, I just think that the reason why is we wanted to talk to you guys about a lot of these things today, like we talked about on the show, the election, Chicago. The, the the stigma and the reputation Chicago has. Even if you look if you listen to the listener letter, all of these things have a central aim involved at in these with, with these topics. And it's just the fact that sometimes we all just need to sit back, enjoy life, mm-hmm. and mind our own damn business. Because in the situation where some people they just Get involved in things that have nothing to do with them. And that's how things get all convoluted out here. We had a beautiful basketball tournament that ended last week. And yeah. instead of us talking about that, mm-hmm. we over talking about race. Where we're talking about a gender like they can't celebrate victory. They can't, you know, trash talk. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's bullshit, you know? And, and And that's what I'm just trying to get people to realize. When it comes to the city of Chicago... You got people don't even don't even live here. People that ain't even from here. People that never even step foot here trying to tell me about how my city is. How they feel sorry mm-hmm. for me. Don't feel sorry for me. This guy said that to me talking like, about oh, I feel sorry for you. I'm like, well, don't. I'm good. And I'm making like, your fucking stomach Damn. laps over your fucking belt. I feel sorry for you, sir.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Go hit the treadmill.
1: <laughs> you don't even know what that means. <laughs> Hitting that buffet line. Oh, I know what man. he ain't hitting. I know what oh, he, he ain't hitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and I feel sorry for that too. Oh. <sighs> but artists, we are back. Next week, the episode, all listening letters. Jules, go on and hit him with that curtain call, bro.
0: Press this curtain call goes out to Chicago Equity and Transformation. EAT is based in Inglewood, Garfield Park, and Austin and was founded by formerly incarcerated individuals dedicated towards creating economic and social equity for Black Chicagoans in Chicago. EAT does research, policy development, and advocacy aimed at decriminalizing the informal economy that many rely on today. EAT, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain podcast family would like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey,
1: Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, man, we are
0: back. We missed y'all. Thanks for you alls support as
1: always. We appreciate you guys so much. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're pulling back the curtain podcast. Thanks for listening.